evening, everyone. Welcome to REWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. My name is Lord Amadeus. I am the owner and CEO of REWF in the game you all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. My co-host is here. He is the legend himself. Ladies and gentlemen, he is El Vacant. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola, señor. Como esta? Oh, I'm I'm awesome. This is the best time of year in RAWF, El Vacant. We are just 29 days away from the biggest pay-per-view in RAWF history. It will be Immortal 8, live from Soldier Field in Chicago. So much to talk about, so much to get into here uh, but first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, I want to mention that signups are now up for this year's eighth annual Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. I posted a scene earlier today. Um, I will post that link here in the chat, but you will be seeing it a lot uh, over the next few weeks as we uh, are set to start the, one of the greatest tournaments in all of Unstoppable the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament will start just 29 days from now. And uh, here is the link. Please, everyone, JBS that uh, scene. And in the scene, of course, is the link to this year's Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, uh, which this year will have a total payout of 205 million coins, 20,000 wrestler bucks, uh, entrance video, and two promo picks. So a awesome payout. Thank you, everybody who donated. There's something we appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, every one of you was put into a tournament, and uh, we'll get possibly an entrance video or a promo pick yourself if you can win that tournament. Um, but as I said, 205 million coins and 20,000 wrestler bucks uh, is the total payout in coins and wrestler bucks for this year. Uh, the winner of the tournament will get a hundred thousand hundred. I'm sorry, a hundred million coins and 10,000 wrestler bucks runner up. will get 45 million coins, 4,000 wrestler bucks. <clears throat> the two semifinals each get 20 million coins and 2000 wrestler bucks. And each of the four quarter finalists, We'll get 5 million coins and 500 wrestler bucks. So that is how the breakdown for the payouts. Uh, you have to get into the semifinals. Uh, so that is, I mean, and that's pretty good payout. A record number of wrestler bucks this year, El Vacant, donated for this year's tournament. So, <sighs> whew, it's already started, El Vacant. I can feel it. We're just a few short weeks away from Mortal 8. How are you feeling? I mean, like, I want to enter that tournament. <laughs> well, you know how many more trucks I could buy? 
yeah, you could you could buy a lot of trucks with all with the, with those coins, no doubt. Even if you got in the semifinals, that's good, that's a good couple of trucks right there. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. Give me a second here. Got everybody. All right. So, with that being said, also in 29 short days, we will have the announcement of who will be going into this year's RAWF Hall of Fame. Uh, earlier this week, I posted a scene in RAWF for those of you on the roster to make your opinions known on who you think uh, should be in this year's class of the RAWF Hall of Fame. Oh, we've already gotten quite a bit of input out of that. I appreciate that. The Hall of Fame committee appreciates that. And, uh, but if you haven't made your opinion known, you can go into that scene and, and do so as soon as I find there it is. So many links to share, so little time. Oh, thank you, Maeve. Maeve's, Maeve's out there sharing linkies for me. Appreciate it. All right. Hold on. People. All right. So. 29 short days away. We do not we we do not know yet uh, all of the results from unyielding, and they are key in, deci- in, in deciding who will go to Immortal as champions or not. But we do have updated rankings for you. So L vacant, uh, take it away. These are very important rankings. Uh, hold on. You, I, you, I know you texted them to me. Give me a moment. Here, quit. Go on. Hold on. Uh, there we go. Got it. All right. So, uh, like the boss man said, this is, you know, these are the rankings going into uh, the Road to Immortal here. And we're at eight out of ten matches. That's right. Eight out of ten. Eight. Two more. Ten. Right? Basic math. Most of you have not been hitting the head so much you can't do that. All right. So, we'll start at the bottom. We'll work our way up. This is how we do this. I think you all know. Right? All right. In 25th position, we have Kane the Governor. That is not how you spell that word. Uh, whatever. All right. In 24th place, we have Cassie Joe. In 23rd place, we have Sai. In 22nd place, we have the Immortal Griffith. In 21st, 21st place, we have, this has got to be the cockiest name ever, Simply the Best. Like, what? Simply the Best what? Simply the Best Cup of Tea. Simply the Best Chef. Simply the Best. Like, Simply the Best what? You need this. It needs something at the end there, or it's just very open-ended. It's not, it doesn't work. All right. Uh, in 20th place, we have TPO, the Uber Vegan. There you go, the pure one. In 19th place, we have, oh, it's uh, the guy over here with the creepy voice lately, uh, Nuno Denunzio over here is, although I guess lately he's been calling, what is it, the Lord of Pain, I think it was? It's, wait, that was, a, that was a Sting song, wasn't it? Lord of Pain, I'll always be Lord of Pain. Oh, wait, no, I um, in 18th place, we have Lady Vex. In 17th place, we have the Iceman King Parsons. In 16th place, we have Prince. In 15th place, we have Uncle Frank. In 14th, we have our current world champion, Claymore. In 13th place, we have everybody's favorite beer slinger, Dee's. We have in 12th place, 
a certain little Irish guy over there by the goes by the name of Scythe, so go him. In 11th place, we have all oh, the firebrand that is Aggie. In 10th place, we have oh, yeah, Tigress. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, so right. Uh, in ninth place, we have, oh, look at that. Clickety-clack. It's a hobo attack. That's right. Hobo Ezekiel is riding the train, right? The ninth place. In eighth place, we have everybody's newest fashion plate hero. That's right. Teflon Sheik is in eighth place. In seventh place, we have Domino Warrior. In sixth place, we have the funnest name I get to say all day. Ha-cha-cha. It's just so fun to say. Um, that's right. Sixth place for him. In fifth place, we have the Brick City Bard himself. I see him out there. Hola. Uh, Liam O'Shaughnessy is in fifth place. In fourth place, you know, a very respectful place to be, too, you know, uh, the power player himself, Luke Cage. In third place, we have the title machine, Mithras. In second place, we have our extra points winner, Paragon of Greatness. And that leaves us in first place. And if you've been paying attention, you probably know who it is. That's right. The fish boy himself, Killer Neptune, is in first place at end eight out of ten matches. Wow, 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 wow! It's it, it is getting down to the wire, ladies and gentlemen, for possible positions to get yourself title matches at Immortal. Uh, so, I mean, let's talk about this briefly here, El Vacant. We, we've Killer Neptune Paragon. We've talked about this at length. The two brothers are right now. At one and two, we know what Paragon has at stake. Uh, he not not only does he would he mind a shot at the world title, he desperately wants to get his hands on Claymore. That match is official that those two will probably square off at Immortal, but it could be for the World Heavyweight Championship. It could be the biggest match uh, of Paragon's and Claymore's careers, respectively. However, uh, as we know, Paragon had a little pep talk with the Opaque Brotherhood a few weeks back and told Killa Neptune his goal, the goal for Killa Neptune this year was to win the RAWF World Heavyweight Championship sometime this year. Killer took that to heart and has been kicking some major ass this rankings period. So these two could possibly score off for number one contendership for the World Heavyweight title. What's your perspective on this whole situation? I think at certain points, Paragon has got to look in the mirror and be like, damn it, why did I have to open my mouth? Because, uh, you know, he really wants to get that 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 main uh, that main event shot, but uh, he lit a fire under his own brother, and now his brother is his biggest competition to get into that match. Um, I guess uh, what is the old saying you have here in uh, in English? Uh, Be careful what you wish for. Exactly, absolutely, exactly it. Uh, Paragon, Paragon's got a lot on his plate. Uh, let's put it that way, especially after what happened at Unyielding. We'll talk about that in a few minutes here. Uh, do want to remind everybody tonight, the Saturday night title will be up for grabs later in this program. If you're here in the chat uh, and are a member of RAWF and you've been making making some noise, uh, you have poss- a possible opportunity at the Saturday night championship if the committee picks you to challenge Chris Cage. Uh, later in the program. So the Saturday night title will be on the line tonight. So with that being so said, the, I want to, uh, I, there's something I want to point out though, you know, like, you know, you get a lot of people and you hear a lot of noise in the locker room about the rankings and how they work. There's something about this, uh, this rankings that I think is really, really interesting. And I think it, it 
it should drive some points home to the locker room. We, I'm not going to say who it is because that would be a, that would be crass. But we have a person who, as of an eight ma- as as of the eighth match, is undefeated, has not lost a single match, and isn't in the top ten because they don't talk, they don't do promo work, they don't do the the, the other things that make you a star around here. So if you think that you can rest on your laurels just by you know just by coming out there and, and kicking some ass in the ring. If that's not proof enough that that's not what it takes to cut it around here, I don't know what is. It is true. Uh, it, it is true. It, it it isn't all about the wins in RAWF. I mean, don't get me wrong. You're not if you go zero and zero and ten, you're not going to get in the top twenty-five. Uh, I guarantee no. you that. If you have if you have a, a if you go two and eight or or three and seven. You're not getting in the top 25. You're not up for a title shot. No doubt about that. But, you know, sometimes it, it takes more than perfection in the ring. It takes putting yourself out there, showing us what you have, showing us who you are and, and whatnot. I, that is what RAWF was founded on. That is what it's based on. And that is why, uh, you know, like he said, it is possible for someone to go undefeated but yet not be in the top 10 in RAWF rankings. So that is that. Thank you, Elvacan, for pointing that out. We don't get to talk about all that much, uh, but I do appreciate appreciate the shout out to uh, to that point. All right. So back to what where it was. I have posted the rankings in the ranking scene. So that is, and it is, it, these are huge rankings. I mean, we're talking about rankings that will position people uh, for possible title shots at Immortal 8, the biggest pay-per-view of the year, the biggest show of the year. And, uh, yeah, right now, I've got, got some names on there. Could very well be in the spotlight at Immortal 8. All right, so we do have some results from Unyielding. However, uh, the World Heavyweight Championship, that main event, the main event is not concluded. Neither is the Platinum Dragon Championship match. Those are still both underway. However, I can tell you after one of the best matches I've seen, a very grueling match, uh, that did involve some outside interference, but uh, it was still one hell of a match. The Paragon of Greatness retained his national title against Luke Cage. We'll have more on that in just a little bit. The Immortal Griffith is still your men's champion after defeating Wolfie. He will go to Immortal as the men's champion. So congratulations to uh, the Immortal Griffith. Uh, We have a new FUBAR City champion. It's Iceman King Parsons. Ice KP brought the FUBAR City title to Black Irish by defeating uh, Domino Warrior. Maeve O'Hare still your Midnight Hobo champion as she defeated Hotshot Chaz. Uh, and you know, Chaz had, it was not his greatest of matches, but you know, something with Chaz, I have a feeling he can bounce back. One of these days we are going to see Chaz with some RAWF gold L vacant. Uh, he just needs to keep doing what he's doing. Unfortunately, he, he ran up against a very tough opponent in Maeve O'Hare for that midnight hobo championship, but Chaz keep on plugging away. You, you're, you're going to get the job done one of these days. I guarantee it. Uh, Triple Crown and Multimedia titles are still, uh, matches are still going. Uh, Coug- the Cougar defeated the Paragon of Greatness to retain uh, 
uh, the Powerball Championship. So congratulations to Coogs. Uh, we have new tag team champions, and this is huge, Elvagan, as Feral Beast, Coogs, and Beast defeated DW and uh, Slashy to win the tag team championships for the first time. And uh, so congratulations, Coogs has got to be extremely happy. Unfortunately, she's not here tonight. We'll hopefully talk to her next week or Beast. Uh, who knows? But um, they are new tag team champions. Congratulations to the Feral Beast. Claymore defeated Mithras to win the White Lightning Championship for, I believe, the third time. Uh, Claymore is now a three-time White Lightning Champion after defeating the title machine. Uh, so Claymore did a good job. Uh, Killing Neptune, still your champion, choice champion after defeating Zyberlinks. However, we got a lot to talk about that match as there was some extracurricular activity as well. Uh, Hatfield McCoy still, match still ongoing. However, the Immortal Griffith has won the Supreme Fighter Championship, adding to his list of titles he has held here in RAWF. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's pleased about that. Uh, we'll have more results from Unyielding here in just a little bit. But L Vacant, out of those matches that I just mentioned, which one stands out the most for you? I mean, you mentioned a lot of matches. Um, hmm. I, I mean, the, I, I thought the tag match uh, was really good. Uh, you know, I, I, I will say, I mean, I called it. I, that is what I said would happen. But, you know, but the, I, while watching the match, I, I started to wonder if I was right. You know, it was, it was a pretty good match. I will tell you, in my opinion, if we had an award for comeback of the night, though, it would have to go to IKP. Yeah, yeah. DW was stomping him a good mud hole there for a while, but then when he he did get back into it, there's no doubt about it. He did, and uh, came out the victor. He is the new Fubar City champion, and most likely will go to Immortal as Fubar City champion, uh, representing Black Irish. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that here in just a little bit. Uh, but let's see here. Okay. Man. And Beast, I want to some more immortal results. Beast uh, basically beat the Lord of Pain in their three stages of hell match. So congratulations to Beast, hell of a victory. Uh, that was the one. That is the one victory I can say. Uh, and other than that, all other matches still ongoing. All right, so. Wow. Incredible night. Incredible night indeed at Unyielding. We'll have hopefully final results next week and final rankings and contender matches next Saturday uh, or next Saturday right here on After Hours. Next Sunday is going to be huge. Tomorrow, Superstars comes to you live from Indianapolis, the Bankers uh, Life Fieldhouse. It main event will be the Superstars title on the line. <laughs> I, I, I can't help but chuckle just a little bit at this. Uh, Mistress, the title machine, will defend his superstar's title against the Teflon Sheik. Oh, <laughs> that's, okay, that's funny. I, I, I think so. I think so. And it's just how it worked out. That's just how it is. Uh, but Teflon challenges. Yeah. So Mithras, is, this will be the second week in a row, technically, that Mithras has had to defend a title against one of his uh, necessary evil uh, 
buddy. So uh, it should be very interesting. All right. So with that being said, let's get some uh, GM reports going here. Let's start with our Powerball GM. He is here. Haven't heard from him in a little bit. Let's bring on R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer. That time of year, buddy. We got Immortal coming up, Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Tournament, and the RAW Hall of Fame all coming up very soon. And of course, this will be a key Powerball uh, season because it is for whoever will challenge uh, Cougar for the Powerball title at Immortal. So, uh, have we got that started, sir? Yes, we do. I put uh, started the signups probably about an hour ago. And and okay, grumbly. There's the link in the chat. Excellent. So if you haven't already gone there, run into that scene. Guess your numbers, because as LA said, this is an exciting time of the year in RAWF. As he said. Xanther Powerball, and uh, the Hall of Fame discussion scene is up and immortal. It's an exciting time, uh, an exciting time to be involved with all that's going on. Agreed, Razor. There's no doubt about it. I know you're excited. You get a you actually start talking just a slight, slight bit faster this time of year. Has anyone ever noticed that? Usually he's apparently not. Okay. Anyways, Razor, stick around. Uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions here in a little bit, okay? Okay. All right. So next up, I've got a tag team report from on Unstoppabot. Round two has been posted. Also, if you've not joined the Extra Points Tournament, now is the time to do so. The Extra Points Tournament will be closing for signups after the radio show. So uh, go to the R. If you haven't joined the Extra Points Tournament, you need to do so right darn quickly because uh, it's an important tournament. It could possibly be the difference between top 25 and not or possibly a world title contender match or not, depending on who you are. Uh, so with that being said, make sure you sign up for that extra points tournament. Uh, next up, I've got a 32-1 report from the, Ra- the Raven, Raven the Enchanted, 32-1 report. 
congratulations to the Immortal Griffith for being the new Supreme Fighter Champion. Uh, we're still waiting on round two to end when, with one match pending. Through to round three already are the Immortal Griffith, the Paragon of Greatness, these simply the best, Russian Hammer. Hey, Russian Hammer. I get to say that name on air for the first time in ever, possibly. Ever. Zyberlinks and a Hotshot Chaz have all gone through uh, to around three. Uh, she says waiting on one more match. All right. Next up is from Coogs, your high voltage and anything goes uh, GM. Only thing to report is that White Lightning signups will close Tuesday. Tournaments will start then as well. Anything goes, semifinals will start as soon as the last match ends. All right, that's our report from the Cougar. All right, and I do believe uh, I was told there would be no ultimate gauntlet report earlier, so I think we're covered for the night. All right. Hold on one second. I don't know. I think you should oh. bring him on and make him explain why there's no report. All right, I've got a report for report from Judgment Hatfield McCoy GM. It sign Hatfield and McCoy sign up is closed. All right, thank you. All right, Give me a second. There we go. All right. So with that being said, L vacant. Uh, this time of year, so not only is it you know exciting, it's also very unpredictable. We people pop up uh, we don't expect. We old friends tend to show up around this time. Uh, so let's bring on someone who's decided to drop in on us again after probably being gone for almost a year. Let's. I believe we got Jerica on the line, Jerica. Yes, always. <laughs> oh, good morning. Good evening, Jerica. So it's been a while. What made what what made you uh, rear your pretty little head out to, uh, here at this uh, time of year? She hadn't stabbed you in a while. Hey, that does sound like a good idea. But I put the knife away for a while. As you can see, I've dropped the page. Yes, it's Jerrica. No, we can't say the P word now because we have to say the J word because she's the J word, not the P word now. Okay. <laughs> Do you understand that? Not even a little, but I'll go with it. Yes, let's just 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 go with just, it. Just roll with it. It's all right. I'll be back to Paige soon enough because Paige never stays gone for long. Unfortunately, <laughs> I mean, right. So, Jerrica, what have you been up to? Why, where have you been since? Uh, I think the last time we saw you in the ring was at Immortal last year. So it's been pretty. It's been almost a year. Uh, what have you been doing? Hiding? Where have you? What have you been up to? Do you honestly think I'm going to tell you where I was hiding? No, 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 no. Yes. Come on now, Ellie. You know me better than that. No, I've been training. <laughs> Training with who, with what, and why, and with why for what? what, what, what? I, I can't, I can't tell you with who. That, that, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, no. Um, going back to basics. Going back to 
well, for now, the sweet, innocent side. The angels. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm noticing, though, that your laugh is similar to the other. Okay. That's an angel laugh. I Okay. Yeah. Wait, just because I'm a fallen angel doesn't mean I'm not an angel. Yeah, technically, Lucifer was an angel. Just got to leave that out there. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, are you... Are you I miss being home. What's that? I miss being home. Oh, well, we missed you too. So does this mean you're getting back into the ring now and that we'll be seeing you I, in competition? I am. Oh, well, and, you know what we... And I know I know my nemesis is listening and, and I, oh. know, I know, I know, I know he's missed me and I, I know he still has my chair and I think, I think, I think we need a match. <laughs> um, Razor... <laughs> Hey Razor. You know, <laughs> you would think after all the times that and 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 the wars that we've been through, you would give it a rest. But no, you keep coming back for more. And you know what? It's my pleasure to give it to you. What? I mean, I. So, so let me see, let me get let me ask this though because this is such a this is such a, a classic rivalry. It's one of the biggest you know one of the longest standing rivalries now, uh, not just in RAWF. But are are you two wanting to do this tomorrow, or you want to wait till the biggest stage of them all at Immortal? <laughs> I stay Immortal. Yeah, I think. Uh... Paige may need some time to work out the ring rust. Oh, ring rust? What ring rust? If only y'all knew. By the way, quit calling her Paige. <laughs> oh, what, Ellie? You don't want her to come back too soon? <laughs> All right. Well, that match is signed and sealed now for... Immortal. It is one of two ma- one of a couple of matches already signed for Immortal. We'll talk about that in a minute. But all right, Can, you two will go at it at Immortal Eight just four weeks from tonight. It will be Razor versus Jericho, one of the longest rivalries uh, in uh, RAWF history. So good luck to you two. With that being said, uh, Jericho is. While you've been gone, we've kind of made it a tradition here for people for their matches the next day on Superstars to to spin the wheel of random draw here. So would you like to spin the wheel and find out who your opponent is tomorrow on Superstars? Sure. Why not? Why not? Let's do that. Let's see. There you go. There's the wheel. Well, your return match, Jerrica, will be against Starshot. So that is your opponent tomorrow on Superstars. Uh, you, you, are you familiar with Starshot at all? I'm not. Okay. Well, then that should be a fun match to watch. Uh, let's see. Razor, mm-hmm. would you like to spin the wheel while since you're here? Sure. Why not? All right. Go ahead. Give her a spin. 
And the loser your opponent tomorrow on Superstars will be Katrina Havoc. So good luck to you, sir. Thank you. All right. Now, LA, you do realize with this rivalry, there's going to have to be extra paramedics. Yes, yes. I I, I realize this, but you know, it's, I'm sure it's, you remember. You know, I I when you, the minute I heard you were coming back, I had I had to do lots lots of things to prepare for that, so and including extra paramedics. <laughs> he even strengthened all the uh, the new uh, you know commemorative chairs in case you guys start using those. Yeah, pretty much. All right. There's only one chair that'll be used. All right. Thank you, Jerrica. Thank you, Razor. It's, we will talk to y'all again soon. So, uh, anyways. Moving on, good luck to you both at Immortal. Should be fun to see you two go at it one more time. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, our reigning national champion. He had a hell of a match at Unyuling. Let's bring on oh, the only in one. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance and the hour class of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. And I'm baptizing blood of the ball and keep it cheap. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening, Paragon. You know, uh, you're, you were um, focusing on it a little bit earlier tonight, and you're not wrong. This is a really exciting time to be a part of RAWF, and that's why it really perplexes me that I just I can't I can't justifiably say that it's a good day and it's good evening that. Everything that's been going on, uh, I, I've, I've had a lot of a lot of stress over these last couple of weeks, and got to say, for the first time, going into Immortal, it's not just the excitement and energy of the month; it's intensity. It's it's a serious focus that maybe I've never had before. I genuinely feel a personal mission this month to get a goal achieved and until that goal is completed I I have to I have to admit that that I'm I'm not not as fun as I usually am. Well, I I, I can understand that Paragon. I think I know where the, where this is going and I mean, it all has to do with one man and that man being the current world heavyweight champion Claymore. Oh, you're you're not wrong. Uh, you know, the thing is, I have to be honest with myself. For the past several weeks, my stomach has been tied in knots. You know, I'm not eating right. I'm barely even sleeping. Something's been off for quite some time, and it does have to do with Claymore. I've had moments in the past where I felt like they were personal, but not like this. 
never like this. There's something about the way that he deceives and manipulates the RAWF universe, and it just it gets under my skin in a way that I've never experienced before. Honestly, I, I hate it. I hate what it's doing to me physically. I hate what it's doing to me mentally. I hate what it's doing to me emotionally, and I hate what it's making me become. I in a moment we'll probably focus on that national championship match and it'll be a prime example. Immortal, it just it can't come soon enough. I, I need that match. I'd lay awake at night every single night thinking about the terrible things that I'm going to do to him when I finally get my chance. You know, it, it makes me sick. It makes me sick because for the first time in a long time I want blood. I'm not looking to beat him in a match. I'm not looking for the accolades that will come with such a win. What I'm interested in is breaking Claymore in the same way that he broke me the moment that slimy son of a bitch made me read that statement live on air. You know, it's it's not enough to simply beat him. I have to break him. I have to make him lay in bed at night, tossing and turning, living in constant fear of what's coming to him, just as I lay in fear. But make no mistake, I'm not afraid of Claymore. I'm afraid of what I'm going to do to him. I'm afraid that there will be no coming back from what I have to do in order to make him understand the lines that he crossed. And most of all, I'm afraid that the RAWF universe is going to have to witness something so uncomfortable that they're going to be traumatized. Well, I hate to do this, Paragon, but I've got to let everyone know exactly what happened. At Unyielding, right before, before your big national title match, you had to come on air and read a statement, uh, a brief rundown of what that's – just a brief – rundown of what that statement was paragon basically it was you having to humiliate yourself correct this is true and i'm sure that you're about to cover it uh, very uncomfortable for me i'm afraid so because i need to read i need to play what claymore had to say after you read that humiliating statement Congratulations, Paragon. You've really surpassed my expectations with that one. I can't believe you read that out. You really will do anything to save your own skin, won't you? But hey, do you want to know a little secret? Remember how I said I hate lawyers? Well, you know, Miss Washington, she's not a lawyer at all. And you know those death threats? They don't exist. I made all of it up. So you would reveal your true colours to everybody in radical America. The paragon of greatness just sold out his fans to save his own backside. Shame on you, paragon. Shame on you. I told you all. He is not your hero. He is not a good man. I am the good man. It just took me to reveal the truth. You're welcome.
those the words of the world heavyweight champion after the paragon of greatness was, was read a statement uh so paragon i know it's been about a week now you had a very interesting reaction i this then that's that's being nice uh an interesting reaction afterwards have you calmed down have you been able to calm down any bit any little bit since then i mean you tell me la i just covered i'm I'm really not myself. I'm I'm barely able to focus on anything other than the rage that I feel going into this match. I've, I've maybe cleaned up my language a little bit, but I I how long is it until immortal? Because I don't know if I can carry on the way that I am, the way that I'm going to be until I get that match. Well. We already know that you two will square off at Immortal. We do not know the exact situation as of yet, whether that will be for uh, – it'll be just one-on-one, no title on the line or whether – but let's talk – let's now turn and focus on what happened later that night when you defended the national title against Luke Cage. A lot of extracurricular activity during that match. Why don't you let everyone know what happened? Listen uh, – I've been under an intense amount of stress and anxiety regarding the situation with the good man. Uh, you know, I feel as though the weight of the world has been on my shoulders and the pressure only continues to build. And like a cornered animal, I've been violently lashing out in an uncharacteristic way. And at unyielding, it culminated when everything boiled over. You know, I, I can't focus. My anger has gotten the better of me for the first time in lifetimes, and I can barely keep my head on straight. And then comes Luke. You know, pardon the phrasing, but I have a tremendous amount of respect for Luke. He's had a hiccup or two along the way, but he's developed over the last year into a bona fide singles megastar. But here's the problem. Luke and Aggie and all of the shenanigans involved with that match were standing in the way of what I needed to happen. Metaphorically speaking, Luke Cage has been on fire for a little while now, and he's even fought off a literal fire or two, but this metaphorical fire burned a path straight to a pissed-off paragon of greatness. Now, I've made it pretty clear that I'm a bit off-kilter these days, and indeed likely will be until I get my day with Claymore, but Luke Cage... He's gone through a transformation himself. He's not been the all-about-respect guy that most people have been associating with him almost to a mimetic degree. Uh, rather, he's, he's been something more powerful, you know, o- almost robotic. And it showed in a crazy way in this intense matchup. N- no matter what I threw at him, it, it didn't. It seemed like he didn't feel any pain. It, it didn't seem like he saw any fear. You know, I started to get desperate. I, I wasn't able to figure out what he was doing in that match. It was like cruel fate was laughing at my designs on Immortal. I needed this match. I needed this match for the rankings, for the opportunity with Claymore. And I come out there, I hit the fall of Icarus, kick out. The brush with greatness, kick out. Pandora's calamity, kick out. 
two swords of Damocles, and he still kicks out. It's unbelievable. Honest to God truth is that I couldn't tell if I'm thrown off my game so badly by Claymore that I simply wasn't hitting the oomph that I can usually rely on, or if Luke Cage had taken a beastly step to the next stage of his immense power. But when I say that that was one of the most difficult struggles of my career, understand it's not hyperbole. I'm not exaggerating. I didn't win that match. I survived that match. And I desperately needed to. Well, Paragon, despite everything you're going through, and I hear, and I know Aggie was at ring, Aggie and Moxie were at ring, the whole the Costa Nostra Hawkster were all at ringside, uh, which could have led to Luke Cage being not c- completely focused. But I have actually got a message from uh, Luke Cage involved uh, about the match at Unyielding or involving the match at Unyielding. There's this fire that's been burning inside my head these past few months. Not metaphorically speaking, it actually feels like a literal flame burning through my soul. The recent attacks by Aggie and Costa Nostra, I was sure that's what it was, but it's the first of the fallen that set all this into motion. The last of the old gods. I see that now. For Luke to survive, he must defeat you, Paragon. Otherwise, my soul will burn away. So I propose one last challenge, a rematch for your national title. And if Luke should lose again, I will leave RAWF. But if I win... I won't just take your title. It will be a soul for a soul. That, from the power play of Luke Cage, Paragon, with everything you got going on, now a challenge laid before you for the national title on Superstars. Do you accept the match and his stipulations? You know... Great Minds LA, you know, there were a lot of similar themes in what he had to say and what I had to say. I, I understand that, but <sighs> listen, I don't know what the whole soul for a soul business is, but I get where he's coming from. I understand the struggle that he has to be feeling at this moment. Hell, I'm going through the same crisis myself, and sometimes it does feel like I'm battling for my own soul. But despite it all, In the face of all the turmoil and anxiety, at my core, I remain the same man. And that man heard something in that challenge. Passion. You know, it's hard to deny. Luke felt his opportunity, his moment in the spotlight snatched away from him, and he couldn't take it lying down. He wasn't going to just die. And I can't deny this business is all about the passion. If you don't put everything you have into it, then why are you even here? I see the passion he has for the opportunity, and the same passion lives within me. The same passion that's been making me fall apart for the last month, I see it. I'm his roadblock. I'm his Everest. I'm, I'm his Claymore. 
but is the price worth it? I, I don't want to be responsible for ending a promising career. That's, that's the antithesis of who I've been since I've entered RAWS. All right, Luke, I know you to be a man of your word, and I have no doubts that you fully intend to stick to it, but I beg you to reconsider. Sometimes passion overtakes logic. I would caution you to be careful of what you wish for, but instead, I'll tell you what, I'm going to do this. I would be a hypocrite to deny him the opportunity that he needs when on the same hand I preach about the fact that I will not be denied the match that I need. So with that in mind, I'll accept his challenge, but know this. Should I defeat Luke Cage, I'm not going to hold him to any obligations to end his career. I would never want that, and I, I would never do that to somebody else. I see that he needs this match in the same way I need my match with Claymore. And he's got it. So, with that being said, tomorrow in Indianapolis, you will the rematch from Unyielding, you will defend the national title against the power player, Luke Cage, once again. <coughs> Signed, sealed, delivered, Paragon. You got it. That happens tomorrow in Indianapolis. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you. And on, on one more note to cover, because I know I'm, I'm running very long here. Um, while we're on the topic of subjects, obviously my dance card's full this week, but I've got a lot on my mind with this Claymore situation, and I just I simply can't deal with all of these extra distractions. So on my road to Immortal over the next couple of weeks, you know, Aggie, who wanted to get involved in this Luke Cage match, his cohorts, Zyberlinks, trying to get into this attack with Killa Neptune and his new tag team partner, the Lord of Pain. Every single one of you, all of these distractions that I cannot deal with right now, consider each and every one of you challenged to a match on my road to Immortal. Hmm. All right, Paragon. We'll see who takes you up on it for next week. You're st- Dance card tomorrow, as you said, is full, defending the national title against Luke Cage. But in the coming uh, weeks, uh, I'm sure members of Cosa Nostra or uh, the new alliance of Zyber and Mike Denunzio, or the Lord of Pain, sorry, uh, who did attack Killa Neptune after he, he had successfully defended that champion, choice championship. Uh, that, was, that was indeed something else. Those two, an unlikely pair, the Lord of Pain, and the Zyberlinks, um, but they seem to have teamed up. We will see what happens going forward with that, but good luck to you, Paragon. I was going to mention the, mention the whole Killer Neptune situation where he and you, you and he are possibly battling out for the world title, but I have a feeling tonight's not the night to discuss it. So uh, thank you for your time, and uh, try to get some sleep. I'll try. Thank you. All right. Ah, L vacant. It does seem like. Yep. Okay. So talk talk to me. You heard the words of the Paragon of Greatness. What do you make of this situation? Uh, I mean, I was really hoping that, you know, if you were going to replay one clip from last week, that you would replay another clip from last week, but apparently no. 
What, you mean something about a chocolate socket? Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have that clip handy right now. We got maybe some, maybe somewhere on the line, maybe the best of our AWF after hours, if we ever have an episode like that, that'll, that'll definitely be high on the list. I want that on the soundboard like Bronto. <laughs> All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I have just gotten word from the championship committee on who will challenge Chris Cage. For the Saturday Night Championship, it will be chosen, picked by the championship committee, the demented fallen angel, DFA, to challenge Chris Cage uh, as long as she accepts uh, the challenge here at the top of the hour for the Saturday Night Championship. We will get, we will play a quick song break. When we return, we will have that Saturday Night Championship match. It will be. Chris Cage defending against Demented Fallen Angel. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Traveling in packs that I can't carry anymore. We're waiting for somebody else to carry me. It's in a fan for me. It's my door. All the people I know on who they used to be. And if I try to change my life one more day, there would be nobody else to save. And I can't change into a person I don't want to be. So, oh, it's Saturday night.
Gentlemen, this is R.A.W. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. El Vacant, I believe, is already down at ringside. It is time for the Saturday Night Championship match. It, the unsettled Chris Cage takes on the demented fallen angel. I send it down to Doc Dillinger and El Vacant at ringside. All right, El Vacant, welcome once again. We have a Saturday Night Championship match. It is the unsettled Chris Cage against the demented fallen angel the bell has rung and we are underway oh vacant this is a very interesting matchup you have unsettled against demented here in this contest tonight yeah this is certainly a match of uh you know how do we say this a picture of uh, mental health yeah uh, you could say that definitely demented fallen angel is the challenger she has been in rwf quite a while been a while since we've seen her with gold. Can she pull it off tonight? The champion comes out with a closed fist punch, a European uppercut, shoulder block, and a cutter. Goes for a stunner, misses. However, when Demented Fallen Angel tries to counter with a hip toss, he blocks it and goes at her again with another European uppercut, shoulder block, stunner, cutter, choke slam, and brain buster. The champion coming out like a house of fire, Elvagan. Yeah, it absolutely is. But, uh, look, you know, Looks like I wasn't ready to keep her down, though, because uh, Fallen Angel got right up and punched him straight in the face. Oh, she tries to follow up with a wrist. Bl- oh, no. He slips right out of that wrist lock and follows up immediately. With- well, no, he-, he misses the European uppercut. They're just now they can't seem to get their hands on each other. Now the challenger comes out with a, another another punch to the face, a hip toss, wrist lock, backhand chop, another backhand chop. She's just pummeling him with those fists. Goes for a diving headbutt, climbs the top rope, leaps, no, misses, kisses the mat instead. And then the champion goes, rams her against the turnbuckle, goes for a rope ride, a shoulder block, goes for a clothesline, she ducks under it. She's now being cheered on at ringside by the Caliber brothers, Mark and Alex. Here she comes again. Oh, oh, she's punching straight in the face again. Twice, she's just boxing at this point. She knows this is a wrestling match, right? Oh, uh, wait, pile driver. She, I guess she figured it out, and then she went for, uh, she went for a brain bust of her own, but wasn't able to hold on. Oh wait, no, no, she pulls it back up and drops him right on his head. 
but the champion staggers to his feet, goes on another offensive hit toss, cutter. And two flying elbow drops. He's just going, they're just going all out. Well, geez, action went just so freaking, freaking fast. Blade Buster, Cutter, all kinds of stuff going on. But uh, the champion just comes out, covers her one, two, and three. And the unsettled Chris Cage retains the Saturday Night Championship. We seem to be getting a lot of fast matches, fast-paced action on these Saturday Night Championship matches, though, vacant. Uh, that was, that was intense. Glad you could work with me once again. We will see you here. Uh, the next title defense for the Saturday Night Championship slated for the week after Immortal. So it'll be... Let me look at my calendar. May 2nd. May 2nd will be the next time Chris Cage has to defend that Saturday Night Championship. Back to you, L.R. Damadeus, in the studio. Oh, vacant. Have a nice trip back to the studio. Yeah, yeah, I go. Well, that was quick. That was fast, but good match. Good job. Uh, thank you, uh, Chris Cage and Demented Fallen Angel. Great match. Congratulations, Chris Cage. Still your Saturday night champion. Okay. Right. Anyhow, moving right and along. He's not being able to learn how to move as quickly as they did on the ring. My God. You, you okay there? Did I lose yes. You? yes. Yes. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Hold on a second. I'm just. I'm getting so getting word about. Word. Oh, we have word from from unyielding, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, we have a new Hatfield and McCoy champion as Beast has defeated Mabel Hare to win the Hatfield and McCoy championship. Uh, wow, was not looking, didn't see that one coming. Uh, but at the same time, it was it was it was kind of due. We'll talk with Maeve here in just a few minutes. But we do have a new Hatfield and McCoy champion, Beast, with the win over Mabel Hare. All right. So, let's see here. It is time now to bring on man who just watched his watched his mentor, man who's had DFA demented, apparently demented fallen angels, been in him and his brother Alex's head for several weeks now. Let's uh, move on and bring him on. He is.
Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Caliber, the mysterious Mark Caliber. Uh, some new music for him. Mark, good evening. Good evening to you, too. So, Mark, first of all, a couple of weeks ago, uh, due to random draw, of course, you had to face your brother Alex in a rankings match on Superstars. How did that go? And do, did the two of you come out unscathed? To be realistic, LA, we knew what we were getting ourselves into. We knew what we had to do. It wasn't like last time, you know, when that that winter bitch put a spell on my own brother. It wasn't anything like that. So we're still good. So with that with that being said, everything. What is next for you and your brother Mark, or what is your your brother Alex? And DFA, what, what, where do we go from here with you? Well, first off, Chris Cage, you got lucky, but we're gonna get we're, we're gonna get our hands on you very soon. And second of all, second of all, a lot of people so far may think we may not be able to deliver exactly what we promised DFA. But trust me, we will. There will be pain and there will be misery leading all the way to immortal. Now, I know I've already lost my opportunity at the Superstars title. One day, I will get there again. I don't care who the champion is. I've already made, I've already made some of the best pay for, for, thinking I was the janitor. I basically already cleaned up his act. Okay. All right. With that being said, um, Mark, what is, what is your plans for Immortal? I mean, do you have anything out there that you'd like to do? Anyone you'd like to challenge for Immortal? Get yourself in the spotlight once again? So far... I don't know. There are so many potential victims out there. But in due time, you will be the first to know. But another thing to point out, L.A., from this moment forth, I would like you to address me and my brother the same way that our mistress calls us. And what would that be? Basically, uh, a different form of our names. From this point forward, you are to address me as Marcus. And you are to address my brother as Alexander. As what? Marcus and Alexander. Marcus and Alexander. Okay, I'm, I will call you Marcus. I will call him, refer to him as Alexander. And then, can I still call her Demented Fallen Angel, or do I have to call her something else? That's entirely up to her, but you can call her whatever you want. But do be respectful. 
I am. I would. I would. I would never be disrespectful uh, to you or DFA or to your brother. So, with that being said, uh, Mark, good luck to you, and we will see what happens between now and Immortal. All right. Now, can one of you please give Mister the drink? All right. That was. The mysterious Marcus Caliber joining us here on After Hours. Ladies and gentlemen, I have huge breaking news from Unyielding. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new world heavyweight champion here in RAWF. He is a seven, now a seven-time world heavyweight champion. Let's just bring him on just moments from pinning Claymore, the good man, to become the new world heavyweight champion. Ladies and gentlemen, he is. is here seven time world heavyweight champion the immortal griffith griff let me be the first one to congratulate you on this monumental victory you will head to immortal as the world heavyweight champion <laughs> not gonna lie uh you know normally i'm pretty blase about these things i come in here and I talk about how you know it's obviously that's what was going to happen because i'm me and all that but I walked into that match more nervous than I've been in a long time. Nothing seemed to go my way when you know I get in the ring with that man. <laughs> but I had to buckle down. If I wanted the thing that I've wanted for, well, since you created the pay-per-view for me, you know, I, I, I needed to just manage this this one time. Go to Immortal with the world championship. And finally it has happened and no sweeter way to have it happen than to beat Claymore to do it. The good man. <laughs> we'll have a good nap. 
Wow. I mean, Griff, when you consider not only did you win the world title for the seventh time at Unyielding, you successfully defended the men's championship against Wolfie, and you won the Supreme Fighter Championship, added that to your growing, to your list of titles, accomplishments here in RAWF, would you consider this possibly the biggest night of your RAWF career? I... I want to say yes, but I'll be honest, no. Uh, the biggest night of my career, in my entire career, is the night where I was given this ring. Where I was the first person ever inducted in the R.A.W. Hall of Fame. And I'll be honest, nothing's going to ever top that. But this is a pretty sweet second. <laughs> So, you know, I, I and, and you know, again, congratulations. We'll, we'll, I'll get the champ. I'll make sure there's plenty of champagne after the show to celebrate, uh, along with some of the other victories that we've talked about tonight. But this one's certainly huge for you. Seven-time world heavyweight champion. You got off the the hump against Claymore. Uh, you're no longer, you know, you can say you got a victory over him. Now there's one more hump for you, hump for you, and you think you know what it is. <laughs> the so-called curse. You've been a seven-time World Heavyweight Champion, and I hate to be a downer just moments after you won it for the seventh time, but you have never successfully defended the World Heavyweight Championship in seven attempts. Six. At Immortal will be the – or in six attempts. At Immortal, main event of Immortal, whoever it may be, you at Immortal, you have a chance – to do what you've never done before and successfully win, defend the world championship. Is that going to weigh on your mind for the next 29 days? Absolutely. Um, look, I, I'm looking at what the field is. I mean, nothing's written in stone yet, but there's not an easy fight in that mix. Right? The, the most obvious choices for who I'm going to end up facing are Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer. In, it, right now, the way it's looking, it's one of three people that I'm, that I'm going to be facing. And, you know, you got, in first place, you got Killa Neptune, Hall of Famer. You know, everyone tries to, you know, think the funny guy is a joke, but look, I've faced this guy in the ring many times. Yeah, I have a pretty good record against him, but they're never easy fights. You know, and currently he's clearly got a fire lit under him by his own brother. Oh, wait, number two on that list, that exact same brother who now, because unfortunately for him, my narrative and his narrative kind of butted heads here, and I just put a damper on his. So I'm sure he'll have take great pleasure to try and get into that ring with me and put a damper on mine in return. So you got that. And then you got your dark horse. You got Mithras sitting here at third place right now. You know, what if he creeps up? What if he comes in? And you've got Mithras or Griffith for the world title, and I'm sure he'd love to get that one back. So there's there's no there's no easy path ahead of me. You better believe between now and Immortal, I'll be doing nothing but training. Especially considering most likely it, it, the the main event, the World Heavyweight Championship match, will be your third match of the night. Is it most likely you'll be defending the men's and Supreme Fighter Championships that night as well. Uh, 
So talk to me real quick, uh, briefly about the Supreme Fighter Championship, adding that to your RAWF resume. Uh, that's already off the charts as it is. Look, tell me what that Supreme Fighter Championship represents to you. Uh, my own stubbornness. Because <laughs> we, we've been clear about how I feel about that division and its, its peculiarities. But, you know, I can't bring myself to not do a thing once I've started doing a thing. And Well, here we are, um, which means now I have no choice but to have at least one more match with these rules. Oh, wait, no, at least two, because for some reason I'm in this season as well. Well, we will see. And then, of course... The title that pretty much has been welded to you for the la- for the better part of the last year, that being the men's championship. Uh, I mean, I hate to say that title takes a back seat, but it kind of does, at least to the world championship. But it's still kind of your baby at this point, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I have to disagree with you. That match does not take a back seat. Um, I, I, that that match will be given every every ounce of what I have while I'm in that ring. Um, You know, I take that, I take that belt very seriously. It is, uh, in my opinion, one of the premier belts in this company. Uh, And I think, I mean, not to toot my own horn. Well, yeah, of course I'm going to toot my own horn. Uh, I'm one of the reasons it's that I've, I, you know, I've, I've put a lot of blood, sweat and tears in that belt to bring it where it is. Um, You know, there's, there's, (sighs) <sighs> yeah I'll be curious to see uh, how that match goes alright Griff congratulations sir I'll let you go and relax out in the green room with Maeve and, and celebrate and uh, we will talk to you next week we'll hopefully next week we will know who the two contenders are for sure Although we're kind, of, I, I kind of think I already do know, but we will find out for sure next week. And uh, good luck, good luck to you, sir. Enjoy your seventh World Heavyweight Championship. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Wow, that happened, ladies and gentlemen, just moments ago. The Immortal Griffith winning the World Heavyweight Championship here in RAWF, uh, the most coveted singles title in all of Unstoppable. Did he, he seem is, off to you? Well, off? No, I think he just, I think he, you know, he got he got a monkey off his back tonight right, down in the opening when he defeated Claymore for the World Heavyweight Championship. Bit of a monkey off his back, and now he gets to go to Immortal as World Heavyweight Champion. I think, it, I think the it's almost like he was surprised. Like, I mean, did you did you see it on him? Like, he looked like. He didn't believe it. It was a tough match. If you watched the whole match, it, it really looked like Claymore was, was on his way to successfully defending that title again. But Griffith, with a huge, tremendous effort toward the end, a hell of a comeback, uh, was able to wrest the World Heavyweight Championship from Claymore. So probably, you know, it, it, just excitement, just, just, just gratefulness and everything that comes with winning a World Heavyweight Championship. So... That's the way, way I figure it, but could be wrong. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, 
but we'll find out more as the weeks go on. The Immortal Griffith is your new World Heavyweight Champion, and we'll go to Immortal as your World Heavyweight Champion. Next up, she has she had a huge night at Unyielding, not completely a, a complete huge night, but her and Black Irish uh, were certainly uh, celebrating somewhat for the most part. Let's talk to the reigning Midnight Hobo Champion. His own Maeve O'Hare now joining us on After Hours. Good evening, Maeve. You sent him out there to celebrate with me, and then you call me right up. Oh, I. You can celebrate with me right here. Do you really want to celebrate English's win? No, but I'll be happy to be the chair as you celebrate. (laughs) Fair enough. Thank you, lot. So, Maeve, you, you 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 have a little bit more to celebrate than just Griff's win. Uh, you're still the reigning, you're still the Midnight Hobo Champion after defeating Hotshot Chaz. Uh, so, congratulations that this this reign that reign continues and we'll move on to Immortal. Uh, so, you get to go into Immortal as Midnight Hobo Champion. Uh, your your friend IKP Iceman King Parsons, the new Fubar City Champion as well. Uh, so a fairly good night for Black Irish, although the one loss to Beast for the Hatfield-McCoy Championship, the one blemish thus far at unyielding for you and Black Irish. So let's talk real first, first about the win over Hot Shot Chaz. Tell me uh, how about the match. I mean, it started off real good, and then it just seemed like he kind of got in his own head a little bit, and so... Just uh, couldn't couldn't get back on track after that, and then I mean it's no it's no slight to Chaz. He he's a great competitor. Uh, I, I did find it a little funny that uh, when you announced that I'd won, everyone couldn't stop talking about how great Chaz was, and I was like, wait, didn't I just win the match? Um, but it is it is what it is. Um, and there's unfortunately some people who just uh, don't have good taste out there. So you do what you can with what you've got to work with. Um, but it were a good match, and uh, I told Chaz after the match, uh, he's definitely due for R.A.W.S. Gold. It's just not going to be from me. Um, and and you know he is he is an up and comer. He is he's kind of in the same position you were a year ago or so. Uh, you know, looking for his first R.A.W.S. Championship, uh, but with the hot newcomer, he, he'll get there. He'll get there. I, I'm, I'm he sure. Will. But... He will. He He's got. He's got a good support group around him, and he's got natural talent, which you can't teach. So I, I, 
suspect that it, before long he's going to have some gold of his own. For the record, I was the first one saying it. Saying what, lad? That, you know, he, he's, he's, due, he's due for a title, but he wasn't going to get this one. This is I true. I appreciate you thinking, lad. This is true. Uh, IKP, the new Fubar City champion, uh, bringing that belt to Black Irish as well. So there, there is that. Tell me about uh, IKP's victory over DW and how elated you guys are to have the Fubar City championship with Black Irish. I mean, I, I, I would say it's a little bit of vindication for IKP because he's wanted that belt since he came in and he hadn't been able to make it happen until just then. And in some ways, his match were the exact reverse of mine with Chaz. He uh, couldn't get it started at first and it were looking bad. And then all of a sudden, he just gritted down and did what he needed to do. And now he's got more gold and we couldn't be prouder of him. Uh, just the first of many new belts that are going to be coming in to Black Irish in the next few months, I'm sure. Well, we're still waiting on the Triple Crown title match to see if indeed a member of Black Irish walks off with that, whether Liam or Scythe uh, can become Triple Crown champion over uh, Chris Cage. That match still ongoing, however, so we can't discuss that briefly. Uh, well, I mean, it was a hell of a match between you and Beast for the Hatfield-McCoy championship. Tell me what happened there. I really think um, sort of an inverse from Chaz, Beast got out of his own head. I think he'd given up on it and stopped overthinking and just went with his gut instinct, and he's got good instincts. Um, he he definitely earned that win. I did not intend to let him win, um, and I think he were about as surprised as anyone else when he won it, uh, but he definitely earned it, and so... Between that and the tag titles that he won with Coogs, he did real well for himself, and honestly, I'm happy for him. He's a good lad, and he's a good fighter, and that was his night. Would you say he earned some redemption? (laughs) I would indeed say he earned some redemption, and I think what RAWF needs right now more than ever is a little more redemption. Uh, Speaking of which... I just want to brag on myself and Scythe a little bit. Uh, Redhead Redemption has finally come to RAWF. I weren't intending to let that happen, and he talked me into it. And we've uh, won our first match. So we are currently undefeated. But uh, I'm sure Chris Cage is well aware. we got a hard road to hoe ahead of us with uh, Uncaged as our next opponent. So. I still love Unstoppable, but um, I'm not their biggest fan right this second because of that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, keep an eye on Redhead Redemption because we're going to be going for those tag belts, and I hope to be seeing Beast across the ring again real soon. All right. We will see what happens uh, going forward in the tag division, of course. Red De- Redhead Redemption. Red- Redhead Redemption. <laughs> I knew I was going to do that, but oh, well. Uh. <laughs> yeah, apparently there's some sort of game that's got a similar name, and I don't I don't do video games, so I don't get it. But Scythe assures me that it's very funny. Yeah, so. yeah, it is, it is. Yeah, It'd it be funnier if he started asking you to wear a cowboy hat. Much funnier, actually. You, you, yeah. I ain't you, wearing you a cowboy do. hat. Not even not not even for Scythe. 
What about assless chaps? Would you wear assless chaps? Never mind. I, mm. I might do that. Long show. Wait, she said yes. Or or might. Never said mind, maybe. right show. Tell you what, boss man. You find me some assless chaps, and I might just wear them when we go uh, after those tags. L Vacant, Google, now. Amazon. <laughs> uh, already there. Hold on. You're like, what, size four? <laughs> oh, shoot. At any rate. Oh, Make sure you get God. them in black leather. I'm partial to black leather. Yeah, you're writing this down, L Vacant. She's. You, uh, anyways. <laughs> Ah, uh, so maybe it wouldn't be it, w- it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a night if we didn't spin the wheel and see who uh, you faced tomorrow on Superstars. You want to give her a spin? Sure, I'll spin your wheel. Tomorrow on Superstars, you face the one and only Wildfire. So, two redheads. I'll expect to see Vacant right there at ringside then. I know how partial he is to redheads. (laughs) Ain't so loud. What's one thing you're supposed to ask me about, false man? Probably, but I'm what do you always out. ask me about? What do I always ask you about? The house, boss. The house. Oh yes, the big, the go big bro, go big bro. Well, I was, I was saving, I was actually saving that for promotions. But go ahead. How did things go in the big bro house this week? So uh, this week's task, or something that neither me nor Chris Cage nor Hobo were particularly equipped for which were uh, roasting DVT, but we managed to get through it, and I am excited to report that the two finalists going forward are myself and Chris Cage. Ah, Hobo Ezekiel was eliminated this week from Go Big Bro, which still third place in that competition. Pretty good, so congratulations to Hobo, and congratulations to you and Chris Cage. Wow. So one of you two will win Go Big Bro. I can't wait to see who it is, um, but... Way to represent R.A.W.F. You got, a, you got a good record of having R.A.W.F. folks win that competition. You should be proud mm. of yourself, boss man. And in some very, very, very small way, this victory will belong to you, too. I was going to say, I take zero credit for anyone winning that competition mm-hmm. because, I mean, I, I certainly had nothing to do with your your win other than maybe joining a couple of your scenes. But, I, you know, other than that, uh, it's been all you and Chris Cage, so... Uh, you two, good luck. Can't wait to find out who wins this season of Go Big Bro. Congratulations to both of you, and good luck. Thank you, Bossman. Thank you, Vacant. You let me know what you find out about them chops. Or yodered, right here. Look, they'll be here Thursday. Oh, that would be nice. Oh, that'll certainly be something to see next weekend, won't it? Yes, yes, it will. I can't wait. <laughs> 
You have a good night, boss man. You have a good night, vacant. You'll excuse me. I have some celebrating to do out there. She's going there. Oh, vacant. How did how, how did that happen? Because I'm, I'm going to be able to do it again sometime. I I don't know, but good for you, sir. Hold on, wait. Golf club. <laughs> well played. I think that falls into the hey, you don't know until you ask. That's true. Obviously, I I I had no idea how that happened. Okay. So, I, I mean, there's a guy from Pittsburgh that may expect a payout, though. Well, he ain't getting one. Just saying. Oh, but at any rate, uh, moving right along, let's bring on our reigning platinum dragon champion. She is. Good evening. Good evening, LA. So we do not know the result of your Platinum Dragon Championship match, so we won't discuss the go into that too much tonight. Um, but we can talk about Immortal with you about Immortal and the Xanther to Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament and then it's you know, a Hall of Fame and all that good stuff. Uh looking forward <laughs> to Immortal just four weeks from now in your hometown of Chicago, uh, Illinois. Yes, uh, lots, lots to do, lots to get ready. Um, definitely have to uh, make sure Maeve and I are ready to show everybody all the favorite spots that we found in the city. So, yeah, going to be interesting. Well, you know, I, I, I've, I've gotten into debates with people about pizza as of late. Whether what kind of pizza is best, and I know you you favored the Chicago style pizza. Tell me about Chicago style pizza. Chicago style is absolutely an experience. I mean, there's there's the basic one that you get down in the pizzerias, and that's not the one that you see on the Giordano's advertisements. The the stuffed pizza, as it were, the ones that you get in the little mom and pop shops, uh, little places that are called like Mario's and you know, called Sam's, and, you know, they're all amazing. Just the freshest ingredients, the freshest dough, the sauce that is made, and it just complements the dough so well. And no matter what you put on it, it's good. And then there's, um, <laughs> as uh, Griff likes to call it, the casserole. <laughs> and, um, you know, 
that's that's something everyone needs to try. Um, I've I've heard kids in restaurants going, "Why do I have to eat pizza with a fork? Because it's fucking delicious. That's why." <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just one of the best things you can out you can go for. Uh, well, I'm de- I, I have had it before. It's been delicious. But if you could recommend me a place or two uh, when we go there here in just a few weeks, I'd I'd, I'd try just about any place. Uh, you recommend because I know how well you know Chicago and love Chicago and are very much looking forward to performing in Soldier Field in front of thousands of people. Uh, what that match will be, we have yet to know, but once we do, uh, I'm sure you'll be excited no matter what. Let's talk about the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Haven't talked with anybody about that. Figured I'd uh, hit it on you. You, 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 you have your finger on the pulse of unstoppable around what what is <laughs> how excited do people actually get for the xanther tournament in rawf we we here get excited because of what it means for us i mean it has been recognized as one of the best tournaments in unstoppable and as you know sports unstoppable uh actually put out the uwe tournament this week and um when I saw the Xanther totals, um, you know what I said to you. I I go, wow, that feeling when the Xanther payout is bigger than the UWE payout, which is such a credit to everyone that does put into that. That They just – you don't even actually see everything that goes into it and everyone that goes into it because there are so many of us that do it in private. Um, but it is a huge credit to those that do give anything to the Xanther tournaments, the people that do the videos and the promo picks, the people that drop the bucks in without saying a word. Um, you know, it's, it's something that we have kind of taken in as our own. And, you know, I, I always, um, try to avoid the memorial tournaments, um, as a personal thing, but Xanther, I don't, uh, making R.A.W.F. my home has become, um, a regular thing to be part of Xanther and to be excited for Xanther. And as the current, uh, platinum dragon champion to be in that, it's almost like a ley line the energy that flows through you when it comes to this time of year, when it comes to immortal and Xanther and hall of fame and it's, it's incredible, but that's all I can really say is it is absolutely incredible. Um, we try to get as many people into this tournament as we can and you and your GM staff do a fantastic job of just making sure that everyone has a chance at this. Um, we've had some great winners, both male and female. And that's another thing that I love about it is that we have had female representation in the winners. Yeah. Former winners of this tournament include, uh, uh, the, the mass turnip, uh, rattlesnake, Ron, um, Maria, uh, truffle butter. And uh, of course, last year's (laughs) winner. Dawn Shadow, simply the best the year before that as well. So 
certainly some great people, and this year is no different. The list right now is sitting at 50 people have signed up for the tournament, just the first few short hours. Uh, we'll, of course, we welcome everybody in Unstoppable to join this year's Xanther the, Memor- the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Real quick, Vex. We got Hall of Fame announcements coming up at Immortal as well. I know you and every, a lot of other people put in your opinions uh, for the, the RAWF Hall of Fame. A lot of names have been bandied about. You put in for Unstoppable and Hobo Ezekiel as your two uh, suggestions to the Hall of Fame committee. Um, you want to reemphasize why you wanted these two? Oh, absolutely. Um the people that become more involved in RAWF actually start to see all the things that Unstoppable does and has done um, behind the scenes. Um, they're a credit to the silent GM, the one that doesn't sit there and try to harass everyone into something or, you know, they don't have to post on the feed to get you to do something. They, they show up, they do their job, but they do it very well. Um, the tags revamp, and nothing against any of the former tags GMs, nothing against any of the former tournament setters, but we have we have come to just a beautiful standard in RAWF due to Unstoppable's hard work. Um, and then there's always the security aspect of Unstoppable that um, people don't realize the power that Unstoppable holds, and it's quite interesting to see them try to sass back. I, I haven't seen anybody doing it in a while, but um, there's been moments every once in a while where Unstoppable has had to step up and say something. And uh, the tone of the words that are coming at you it brooks no argument. Um, I've even seen Paragon go, oh, yes, absolutely, you're right. <laughs> and that is that is something I think only on the top of Bot could do. Because Paragon and I having a, a discussion, it'll go for hours on end. And with three words, Unstoppable can end it right there. Um, and then Hobo Ezekiel. Uh, a lot of people don't realize all of the work that goes into what Hobo has done in RAWF. You know, a lot of people look at achievements lists, and I did list Hobo's achievements. Um, He's come so close on so many others. And his regular standings in the rankings, even when he's having a hard month, um, is someone that can push. We wouldn't have heard from people like Sophia Gabrielle. We wouldn't have heard from so many others that he has worked with, and they wouldn't have shined so bright if he had not been there and been a part of their story. Um, you know, I haven't had a chance to work with him in any way, but I did lose the national belt to him, um, and that is that is something I I have no problem saying. I have no problem admitting. Yeah, Hobo took the national belt from me. Um, he won that match so well. And 
he's really someone that has made such an impact on RAWF as a company and as a storylining company. Um, I know there are months where I don't feel so much like talking very much, um, especially as of late. But I can count on opening a show, going through it, and finding that Hobo has yet again managed to entertain everyone in his own way. And that is something I think it's time to recognize. Okay. And, of course, as everyone's suggestions are being looked at by the Hall of Fame committee, and so we'll, and we will be making our decision and announcing that at Immortal 8 in just 29 short days. Vex, we will talk to you again soon. I uh, hope we will find out, talk about it, talk about you next week, I'm sure. We've got a lot to talk about. Immortal coming up in 29 days. Looking forward to it in your hometown of Chicago. Chi-town. Thanks, LA. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. we got about seven official minutes left. Uh, not much. I think we'll just go ahead and do promotions. Uh, actually, no. You know what? We're going to extend because I see we got at least one uh, couple more people to talk to. So we'll extend another half hour here real quick because I need to bring on, well, our favorite Duke, El Vacant. Oh, Raptor. Let's bring on Mr. R.A.W.F., the Duke. Judgment, the Duke of Self has arrived. Judge? Flag up, flag up. Hello. The flag is up. I put the flag up when you came in. As you see, it's right there. Yes. It's right there. It's Very nice common person. How are you doing? I still don't understand what coconuts have to do with, but whatever. Uh, they're, they're eating each other. Come on. It's, okay. it's, it's cool. It's, anyway. Mm. So, hello, Mr. Amadeus, and hello, Mr. Elvick. Oh, hi. You know, every 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 time you come in now, I want a pina colada. You know, I will get you. Hold on one second. Will you get Mr. Mr. Um, Elvick a, a pina colada, please, with extra extra rum? They will be here in just a moment. You put in a little coconut. Put it in a coconut shell. No. So, Judge, 
So I'm a I I have to ask you because technically you're still employed uh, by RAWF as a a, a GM, and you know every year I let you do, I I give you the honor of Mm -hmm. doing the halftime entertainment for Immortal, and I I know you're a busy man this year, so this year you don't have to do it. I know you're busy running your no 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 see you you're you're mistaken you're mistaken. I knew you was going to me to do it. I always. You want me to do it? I said, I, I said to myself, self, because I call myself, I said, I need to get this settled. So I have already taken consideration for this for you. Wait, what? I've already got. Oh, hold on. Here you go. This is Elbeke. Give it to Elbeke over there. I, 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 I've already decided to uh, to do it for you. Wait, why? Wait, what? Judge, I. You, Okay. Spit it out, old man. Spit it out. You've al- you, you've already decided to do it, and you've already made plans to do it. I've already made plans. Already in talks with people, and I have already. Did I let you down last year? No, I didn't. I mean, look, okay. last year you won an Emmy. You won an Emmy for my halftime performance from last year. Remember the Emmy that's in the office? Yeah. Where do you think it came from? It, it, it came from you. I did. Okay. You hear from me? Fine. For your for my right. halftime performance. The halftime performance Fine. for your halftime. Yep. Fine. Fine. This is going to be the oh. biggest, most elaborate, and and it's just it's just going to be sponsored by somebody. It's, it's going to be sponsored by Spermicidal. Of course it is. Why I'm, wouldn't I'm, it? Be? I'm putting my money in. I'm putting my money in. I'm not even using your money this year. I'm using my money. Really? Yeah, Wait, I'm using my money. That's a Okay, I'm now you got money. my attention. Now you got yeah, my attention. I'm not even using your money. You, I'm not even using okay. your coming money. I'm using my money. Okay, I'm I'm down with that. I'm down with that. All right. Okay. And where's going to be at? Where, 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 where we going to be at? We're going to be where we going to be at in 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 the Windy City. Is that right? And I understand that correct. Correct. The Windy City, Soldier Field, Chicago. Soldier Field, Chicago. Let's say we're going to bring a little tropical paradise to Chicago that night for the halftime show. Tropical paradise. Okay. Yes. As long yes, as, yes, yes. All right. Great. I, I'm, I, I, like, I, I like where you're going already. This, this, sounds, this sounds good. All right, Judge. And, and it's going to be free for me. So that's, that's, that's even the best part. So I'll take that. But – you know, I, I know how much you're still a busy man. I know you've been doing some stuff, uh, getting the, the Republic of Adnoid up and going. And your report from the Republic of Adnoid that you'd like to share with us. Well, we made a um, we we you know I I I, I was away earlier tonight. My, my 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 I had to take take time to get here. I I got lost getting here. Um. I don't know if 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 anybody sent you anything. I don't know. I don't know if it's been. I don't know if you 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 you, you received it or not. I don't know. Oh, this little this little snippet you sent me. Yeah, I I've got it. Would you like me to play this? I would like for you to play it because and everyone listen to this. This is what everyone is wanting to know about my island. So I, I'm giving you a little taste of my island right now. You know, a little taste. Oh hi, do good self here. I've had a lot of people ask me, Duke, please tell us what's coming up on your island. Well, as you may know, my island 
has become the world's largest spermicidal factory location. So I asked myself, self, because I called myself self, I said, self, I must do something to celebrate. So therefore, I'm going to be holding the first ever spermicide festival. It's going to be the biggest in the world. And what are we going to have, you may ask? Mm-hmm. Good question. We're going to be having rides. We're going to have special events. We're going to have live music. We're going to have parades. We're going to have everything under the sun that you can think of. We have drinks, specials. Come down and enjoy our white sand beaches. I will even have food trucks set up along the coastline. Yeah, everyone's favorite will be there. Even El Bacon and one of his taco trucks. And I even invited Paragon's Pickle to come down. But along with their specials, my team has been busy making mouth-watering special favorites for everyone's, such as the spermicide shortcake or the spermicide fried pies, guaranteed to be a crowd pleaser. And we ask everyone to come down and enjoy yourselves. Remember, it is the sun. You're going to get burnt. So for my pale-skinned Irish friends, Mabel O'Hara and a few others. I hate to see you get sunburnt. So therefore I have personally stroked up some spermicide SPF 9923 10 Warning, keep it away from your lips. Because it does taste different. Also at the festival, we have some spermicide body washes, spermicide creams, as well as everyone's top seller, the protein lifter for your face, guaranteed to leave your skin Salty and silky smooth. So come on down to the Island of Bad Noise this summer. Get your sperm on. Yes, see, we've been busy here. In the, we have been busy here on the island, making up all kinds of stuff. I mean, I'm, 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 you're gonna see me struggling up this this lotion to keep for for the, for the for the Irish people that come down that are going to be coming all over, and you know. Mm-hmm. We're going to be making sure that it's it's coming out correctly. Thank you, Judge. Oh, you're welcome, Amir. And on top of that, Amir, I will give you a little snippet of. No, no, I can't do that. I can't give you a little snippet yet. I gotta wait. I can't give you a little snippet of who's going to be performing at halftime show. But next week, I will be more than happy to tell you who I signed. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Looking forward to it. Certainly. And let's just say they was popular when you was a teenager. Okay, well, that's – Moses didn't have a band back then. Okay, anyway. (laughs) Thank you, Duke, for your time. Anything you'd like to promote since we're going to get into the promotions and then call it a night? Yes, I'm going to promote. I don't know what am I promoting. Promote this. I don't know. No, I'm not promoting anything. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, thank you, Judge. Uh, Vex, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Mike. Um, the Hall of Fame discussion scene. Uh, a lot of us are sharing it. Um, sharing the Platinum Dragon tournament scene, so that people not in RAWF can get in and join that. Um, Rooks. Suicide Awareness Tournament. Um, 
I think Shakers Autism Awareness Tournament has started, but I don't know for sure. Um, but I'll share it if it hasn't. So, yeah, if you just go to my feed and go to my storylines, I've shared a lot of this stuff. <laughs> Thank you, Vex. I very much appreciate it. And, folks, yes, please continue to share both uh, themes, especially the Xanther theme, uh, so we can get more people into this year's Xanther tournament. Uh, Razor, do you have anything to promote tonight, sir? Yeah, like I said, uh, I'd like to promote everything that's going on at this uh, exciting time of the year in RAWF as far as the Xanther tournament and uh, the Hall of Fame and Immortal, of course. And if you haven't already, remember, you get into that Powerball scene and guess your numbers. You only got 48 hours. All right. Thank you, Razor. Thank you, Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, yeah, I'd like to promote the final week of Go Big Row. Our task will be dropping sometime tomorrow. So come see what Fresh Hell Destroyer has ready for us. It's the final task, so it's sure to be absolutely terrifying. Um, and I'd also like to promote uh, NMW. Uh, Liam and I have been told that we're not allowed to hire new people. So, of course, uh, me being contrary, I want to hire as many folks as I can. So let me know if you'd like an invite. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Maeve, El Vacant, what do you have for me tonight? Uh, hmm, what do I have? Uh, let's see. Uh, buy more tacos because, you know, they're yummy. Okay, that'll work. That'll work. And I feel like I'm going to have some hospital bills after I get a robot sick on me. Ah, <laughs> oh, at any rate. Thank you, El Vacant. Uh, uh, Paragon, anything you have to promote tonight? Uh, you know, get ready to block Paragon of Greatness because I'm going to be sharing the crap out of that Xanther scene and it's going to annoy you. <laughs> you <know. laughs> also, you know, uh, ne- next week, uh, keep, keep an eye out for those um, – possible final rankings either next week or the week after that uh, especially if you want to see a 330 pound man shatter into a million pieces when L vacant says number three paragon of greatness <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you paragon and last but not least the seven time rawf world Heavyweight champion the immortal griffin oh doesn't that sound so beautiful Seven times. Oh, God. Sometimes I even impress myself. (sighs) Now that the adrenaline is worn off a little bit, let me take the time to, uh, well, honestly, to promote a hell of a match. Uh, You know, I had a lot to prove, but uh, I'd be remiss. You know, one of the things I always talk about here is I talk about respect. I, I demand my respect, and if you don't give it to me, I take it from you. But because I'm that way, it means I also demand that I give respect when it's deserved. So hopefully he hears this. Claymore, you and I don't see eye to eye on pretty much anything. Frankly, I think you're a git. But you're a git that can fight. It was a hell of a match. It was my honor to have it with you. But it was more of my honor to take that belt from you. 
Enjoy your immortal. I hear your night's free. All right. And sorry, blonde moment. I did f- forget somebody. Mark Caliber, what do you have to promote tonight? Well, just a couple of things. Uh, first off, uh, Commonwealth Wrestling will be having its pay-per-view uh, tomorrow. Well, technically today. It's just only in a matter of hours. But nonetheless, Battle for the Throne will be coming up. It's our first stop on the road to Commonwealth's uh, important pay-per-view, Commonwealth Games 10, which will be in May. And it will be headlined with the double jeopardy match that will determine either the king or queen of Commonwealth. And the winner of that will receive a Commonwealth heavyweight championship match at Ready to Rumble in in April. And also, I I also want to put out a message to Claymore, who's apparently been making Paragon's life miserable. The one thing I will say to Claymore, if you're going to go about this towards Paragon, make him look like the villain, let me just say this. Don't make the same mistake that I made. Of course, I wasn't always there. But I do remember what we did. Don't make the same mistake we made. Or he will make you pay like he made me pay. All right. Thank you. Well, if you're all supposed to be addressing Claymore, then I'd like to say I would like to thank Claymore for having a lovely voice, even if he is a horrible human being. (laughs) All right. Well, at least he's got that going for him. Well, folks, we want to thank you all for joining us tonight. We'll be back here next week. We will have, hopefully, final rankings, contender matches, Xanther updates, the whole nine yards as we continue the journey towards immortal just 29 days away. For L Vacant, I am Lord Amadeus. This is RAWF After Hours. Good night, everybody. <laughs>